recording our first hangout of the new year, our first proper hangout. Literally, yeah. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen you properly in like two months. Nice to see you, man. I miss it's you. It's nice to see you too. Yeah, I miss you so much. Dude. Everything is just as it was. Yeah, nothing has changed. Yeah. We that kept is, it all the same for you. Yeah, I went traveling for like, what, five weeks. And that is one of the crazy things. Everything, you come back, everything's exactly the same. Yeah. How weird is that? That's strange. Yeah. Um, so how was it? Was it good? I'm sure everyone's dying to know how your travels were. Yeah, everyone wants to hear all my travel stories. Just I think give me a, I'm just give me split the, on it. I'm give like, me a star rating and I'm then like, we'll, we'll get into no travel No one wants to later. hear your travel stories. But Gemma was like, um, everyone wants to hear everyone's travel stories. I'm like, your friends are nice. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't want to hear people's travel stories. I don't really. have friends. Yeah, I don't really want to hear travel stories. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, me too. I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. That's, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That means uh, it was worth it. Yeah, it was worth it. Yeah. It's fucking expensive though. And freezing. Yeah. I went to Europe in mm. the winter. So it was like multiple layers, gloves, just to leave the house. But yeah, fucking Damn. beautiful, man. The thought of having to wear gloves. I know. Gloves are kind of cool though. So this is now season four of Hung Up. We've, uh, we've made the cut. We've been going since, what is it now? Like two years, one year, two years? Between one and two, not two. Let's call it 18 months. Something um, like that of a hard graft <laughs> and um yeah it's uh, it's been really fun and uh, we want to thank you all for joining us along the ride thank you for your continued listenership i'm wearing the bisley lowe's workwear shorts for the pod i was actually wearing some like 108 warehouse kind of like mesh shorts and i was about to leave the house and i was like no nah, i'm going to work dude put on the bisleys like <laughs> yeah we're picking up tools right yeah, now 100 percent. and of course welcoming any new listeners who are just joining us now and reminding anyone listening that, yes, we call them seasons, but you don't have to listen. There's, there's no order. You don't have to listen in order. Although, just as a note, season two onwards is like the format we settled on. Season one, we were like, it was a different thing. We were like going to galleries and recording live. Yeah. So, yes, season one's a bit wacky. Yeah, season one's That's cute. like, I'd say start at season two. And then if you, if you, if you really need to, to if you want more content, yeah. hit up season one. Yeah. Um, so what's new about season four, Aiden? Give me one point. Yeah, so we're kind of, we're doing the same sort of thing. We're just hanging out, talking about Sydney stuff, but we're going to expand the scope a little bit. So we're going to go beyond just visual art um, into a few other spaces that we're interested in. We've already kind of touched on them. Um, still kind of working that out, but yeah. yeah. We're Poetry. not going to focus on individual artworks quite as much this year, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're both a little bit tired of like describing works of shows and yeah. it's, it's not, yeah, we just want to do a bit less of that. A bit more kind of like cultural critique, like you said, like zoomed out one or two levels beyond like an individual brushstroke. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking to more guests. Yeah, more guests. Cause that was like, we were just thinking about what we really liked about last season and guests was a big part of it. So yeah, I think. Yeah. There'll be more guests from now on invited into the loving hung up flock yeah reach out to us hungup.au on instagram That's if you it. want to be a guest yeah um with the topic too because we, yeah. we're kind of interested in topics like we won't just talk about your work unfortunately yeah. sorry we love your work but <laughs> we're going to talk about themes a topic adjacent to we're going work. themes yeah, what's been, your work about i've been writing um a screenplay and uh uh everyone's like you need a theme what is the is, theme it's really true well the theme is a secret for now while i Workshop it. <laughs> a deep secret. A deep, 
deeply secret. Have you been watching any films? I feel like yeah, if, yeah. What have you been watching? Um, let's go to my downloads folder, <laughs> and I will tell you. I watched some Kurosawa. I've never watched him. Akira Kurosawa, mm-hmm. which um, I am uh, uh, embarrassed to admit I found on like one of those YouTube video essays. Um, but the the main thing that I was taking away from it was his um, like his edits, like his cuts. You know, um, just these stunning, like, um, kind of like motions. It's almost like the, the cuts he uses have this kind of like energy to them. And like, they're, they're kind of invisible on the one hand, but like, um, have this kind of like propulsion, like literally tied to the narrative, which I think a lot of people kind of forget, um, in terms of like sort of more amateur films that we see, like the cut is just used like in a, in a more passive sense. Yeah, um, just to like drive you along. Yeah, and thought about after it. hearing about it at, in uh, every smoking area, um, after every show for the last like 10 years, I finally watched Gummo. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, you, you said you liked it. It kind of um, like, it, I was in the middle of like developing this, like the first sort of chapter of this script and it kind of gave me this like um, permission to not be so um, tied to like a logical narrative and like, I was watching some interviews with this guy and he's like, I just write scenes. Like, I'm not trying to write, like, I'm not trying to like summarize a story and then like spit that out into like coherent, you know, yeah, Lego interesting, pieces. Interesting. Which yeah. I thought was nice. That's like, I like basically never watch documentaries because I feel like they're just so heavy handed with the like, with the fucking, it's not a theme. Like documentaries have themes, but it's more like an argument. The documentary's got right. such a central argument, right. but I just watched um, Varda's um, The Gleaners and I. Yeah. And that does have a central argument and it felt quite like relevant to now. Like mm. The Gleaners, she kind of, it, it's it's really sweet. I'm sure a lot of you have seen it, but she kind of starts it on this painting hanging in the Musée d'Orsay in Paris. And it's like these gleaners and it's like, it used to be after the veggie harvests, these mm. women would go to the fields and like pick up, pick up whatever was left over. Mm. And it's like in French law and it still stands in French law that you're like allowed to do that. Mm. And she kind of transports you to like these contemporary gleaners. Mm. So now it's like all this harvesting's done with these big machines, but there's still things left over. Yeah. But it's kind of, it's a story about like humanity and food waste and mm. kind of poverty. Yeah. It's a very human story, but it kind of, it feels good right now because everyone's feeling like the pinch. I feel like everyone's stealing more. Yes. <laughs> and that was For cool. Sure. That was a cool watch. And it like kind of inspired me to like steal some $15 bacon. I got this bacon. Oh my God. <laughs> it was from Woolies. And it was like 15 bucks for four rashes. Damn. But, oh my God. It was good. It was like a three day smoke. Like I opened it out of the packet and it like smelled <laughs> of like Fills sweet smoke, like raw. Yeah. We'd, so, be, so, yeah. we'd be stealing on, on this podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that docker was really cool. And there's uh, like, she kind of, I guess it's not a cut per se, but it's like the transitions between scenes. She's driving like all throughout France. So a lot mm. of the scenes are like on the road, like mm. on the highway. And there's this one moment where she's like filming from her POV, like out the car window. And she keeps kind of getting fascinated by these trucks and mm. like truck drivers mm. and whatever they're transporting. And she just like, uses her hand to like That's ca- right. capture all the trucks. Yeah. She's just like, go, she makes like a little a, a, a circle with her hands, her yeah. fingers and yeah. just like swallows every truck. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of this indulgence. Like it goes on for like a full minute. Yeah. She just keeps catching them and yeah. catching them and catching them and catching them. 
And that was this really kind of beautiful... Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of documentaries like that, but I guess it's just a kind of, what would you call it? Like an experimental documentary yeah. or like a documentary that's also being really artful. It's not yes. It's not like I have something to prove and that's all I care about. It's not about. just advancing a, yeah. Yeah, a story. And then it makes it more powerful, you know, to have those moments. So yeah, that was probably, that was my favorite recent watch. I also watched um, Clerks by oh, yeah. Kevin Smith, <laughs> which is cool. It's worth a watch, but I was kind of more the thing I took away more from that was like the conditions of its making. Like yeah. he, he was working, it's basically all set in a convenience store mm. and he was working in the convenience store by day and shooting the film by night. Sick. They like let him shoot, but only at night. Yeah. And so they had to have this conceit cause the roller doors had to be down. Yeah. So there's this conceit where like the main character rocks up to work and like someone's stuck gum in the locks. So <laughs> he can't like open the shop. <laughs> and so he like puts a big uh, banner on the door. Like, yes, we're definitely open. <laughs> and I just love that. And apparently he maxed out like all his credit cards and you know, used all of of his savings to make this little film and yeah. it ended up doing quite well and now he's fucking loaded nice so i think that part that was quite a juicy like you know those little stories are always cool because it's like what can we do with fucking nothing yeah yeah i'm just I about to quit my job so i'll be living on nothing <laughs> yeah for sure yeah. <laughs> yeah i've been watching a lot of those how we made this with no budget yeah little yeah. things yeah 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 um cool yeah um so all right a little bit of rapid fire news anything in the news you want to talk about really all right fine news. we'll talk about the balloon <laughs> <laughs> i know you really wanted to okay but. yeah let's talk about the balloon okay so <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago now a uh uh purported weather research balloon crossed over the entire um continental united states and was um subsequently shot down over the ocean on the eastern side and it just like it really got me thinking this balloon i'm thinking like first of all like um about just like sort of loosely thinking about the topic of uh the idea of empire and like what it means to be like living in a country like that like living in china or in america where it's like you really are like in the belly of this enormous like truly like ungodly machine of um, production and might. And then like sort of uh, thinking about like living in Sydney, this kind of quaint um, in a, a comparatively quaint, like sort of seaside, you know, resort town and like how things just like happen in big countries like that. Like, you know, like just like you, you came back and you're like, Matt, it's all the same. Like I bet you, if you'd come back to, you know, some city in America, you could be like, fuck, I missed out on so much. And then thinking about like uh, the idea of like news kind of turning into these like these sort of grand stories that are like sort of beyond the fact of themselves. Um, and uh, I just fucking loved how they shot it down. I just thought that was so funny. Like <laughs> they, how, how did they shoot it down? So like um, they, they didn't want to shoot it down over like someone's farm or like over New York, you know, and like crash this like, you know, um, piece of like hardware into someone's building so they like wait for it to go over into the ocean and then they send um a pair of f-22 like stealth fighter jets um and these jets are doing their first ever air-to-air -air mission it's like they've never done they've never had to shoot at another moving object before they're probably like bombed you know like little like you know 
like cities and stuff you know in the past but this is their first like air to air mission and i just think it's so funny it's like this like really slow moving thing that they're sending something at like 2000 kilometers an hour <laughs> with like a million dollar missile on it is to, it like, overkill is that what you're saying <laughs> well it's it's like it's the funny like it's the funny like should have sent ardent fact balloon. of the balloon that it, it literally can't go that fast and so there's and there's nothing that you you can't send another balloon because like it would be too hard to guide a balloon <laughs> you're gonna have to invent a new balloon like and so yeah just like the fact of them sending this like monster this thing to like shoot down this like what is essentially like you know the the final elevation of a child's toy like i don't know i just i just loved that i thought that was beautiful and it, it made my mind do like you know those those like art inspiration things that you do like what's china saying about that are they pissed china's like how dare you shoot down our peaceful weather mission that went awry like we lost control of it and then the u.s military is like it had propellers on it like you had control the whole time like um yeah so it's like d- do we get do we get news like that? Like that's so fun. Like we don't have any fun news, you know. They get to have like a whole fucking like, you know, 6 months of like angry debate about this balloon now and we just have to watch. Cool. Yeah, that's and that's the news. That's the news. On hung up. Yeah, cool, man. Um put in the news thing. I got a few I got two angles to take. I kind of want to talk about video games a little bit we could talk about like Civ it's kind of related to this yeah but then I I was looking up not tonight and papers please Mm. and the category of game that those are is called a time pressure RPG (laughs) which I think is cool that's cool um keep asking that water please yeah uh that's cool or I could jump into a few of the club stories yeah we could talk about Klubo where do we want to go next let's go um let's go Klubo yeah cool um, yeah, so I, I want to tell you a couple stories of me being away. Okay. But um, what were you up to in the last few weeks? You had um, a show, right? Your yeah, first so photo I had my, show. My official. first ever official uh, showing of my work. Congrats, Matt. Hey, thanks. Um, and yeah, it was really fun. I was actually, um, I was just at the, I was at the, the door of two weeks um, bedridden, sicky vibes at home. So I didn't really stick around that long. Um, but I did get to see my work on the wall and like a bunch of really cool Artworks. Oh, actually, I just remembered I bought a work that I need to go and um. Oh, you haven't got up. it yet. No, what is, I, I what, forgot to. It's Corey I actually Black, forgot right? about that. Yeah, I got I got the Corey Black, and it was funny because when I I went and like paid for it, and then I went like I saw him, and I was like, hey, dude, and um, I was chatting, and then like um, the person standing next to Corey was like, oh, I was gonna buy that, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, what did you buy? Um, I bought this really beautiful like little. It's like this big. It's really beautiful. I'll show you when I get it. What is um, that? Five by five? Inches? Yeah, five by um, six or something. You know, it's like kind of like small. It's like an A6, A5 sheet of paper kind of size. Um, this really beautiful like uh, kind of print of these like three sort of stripes. They're kind of like three feather shapes um, in Corey's, yeah. uh, you know, immediately recognizable style. Yeah, Corey's work is so good. Yeah. I, I actually... I bought a work before I went away, but now I'm crashing at a friend's house and I like saw some of Corey's new work on Instagram and I was like, fuck, like I want to go look at mine. Like yeah, yeah. I haven't been, I bought it just before I went away. So I haven't had a chance to live with it yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah so we're, good. Uh, we're, we're fanning. We're fanboys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it was cool. It was just like, uh, it just so happens that, you know, the, like the people that ran it kind of know this whole like cohort of like artists that are kind of like, you know, at NAS or finishing NAS or like, uh, you know, like just not even NAS um, exclusive, but I think they all went to NAS, but it's like, like the organizers did. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of this really fun, like, you know, chill social 
unifying factor, but also like just generally a very high quality of art on the walls. Like I didn't see very many pieces that I was like, Ugh, you know, I just, I saw like a lot of really good art. Yeah. Nice. That was a good space, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good space is fun. It's like the total thing of like, go for the party, not for the venue. That's like, right. Yeah. Cause it's like at any given week, it could be some like vanity bullshit or yeah. like really, really good. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. really great stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Like sometimes they have some real hot stinkers. There. I really like, like it though. It's, it's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking, cool. we need a couple more places like that. Yeah, we want to talk about Dither yeah. like in a future episode, which is this kind of new platform that's, yeah. you know, kind of, um, I guess, trying to grow the art audience by, mm. by like listing exhibitions and stuff and mm. seems cool. Um, but yeah, Good Space is kind of like that because, you know, it's a gallery in the pub and you can like transition from drinking a beer to being like, oh, what's on upstairs? Like you yeah. could just be a punter. Yeah. Um, I haven't really seen that happen, but there's space for it. <laughs> yeah. There's that, a really cool a gallery in um, the UK. I'm not sure if we went called The Approach, mm. which was just this beautiful space, but it was upstairs of a pub. Yeah. And I really liked that transition because you came from the street and then you walked through like kind of a nice trendy pub mm. and then upstairs into the gallery space and mm -hmm. that like that kind of... Uh, what would you call it? Like a hallway mm. or like a trans transitory space mm. from like yeah. street to gallery yeah. kind of really like made it feel like it was more part of the world. Yeah. Like I love that. Like yeah. you go through the pub yeah. past people playing pool or whatever yeah. and then into the gallery rather than that like street and gallery yeah. and like Look, kind of quiet, this sort of surly yeah, yeah, gallery yeah. person like staring <laughs> yeah. at the computer. Like yeah. it's just a bit more real, yeah. which is like, that's a big thing for me is to, to feel like the, uh, exists in in the world and yeah. not in its own world yes fucking agree um what else do you want to give us tell tell us about tell me something about um about going to trip. europe yeah so i went to um uh london to see family and some friends went to amsterdam went to paris spent a night in brussels um one of the really cool things that i got to do on that trip was just like read more mm. like it always happens to me when i um because I have a pretty like intense job. So when I get a break, like there's just more space for reading and mm. creativity, which is cool. And I found this, I went to Jura Books on Parramatta Road, which is like- Wait a second, that's not in Europe. No, but before I left for Europe, I got this book by Paul Lafarge, mm. who was um, Marx's uh, son-in-law. <laughs> cool. Yeah, and he's kind of this like- <laughs> Just a fucking a cool kind of Marxist writer, anti-work guy. Cool. And I took that with me. Uh, and the book is called The Right to Be Lazy. And mm. it's just a bunch of like essays and stories in this wonderfully like inflammatory kind of funny uh, style. He kind of takes this contrarian view. He's like, he like pins the work on the workers. He's like, you guys are addicted to work. Like it's your <laughs> vice. And like this, these are all the examples. And he kind That's of like, cool. you know, he's, he's blowing it up. Of course he has sympathy for the workers. Sure. Um, but reading that whilst being on like an extended holiday and yeah. going overseas was really cool. Yeah. And my friend took me to Nord, like Amsterdam Nord North. And it was like, kind of like a Marrickville mode, like a bit mm. industrial, a mm. bit more out of the way. Yeah. And there's this wonderful like European experience. It's a bit like Berlin where you like 
it looks like nothing much is happening. And then you like go in and there's like a whole fucking, you know, that's the way these industrial spaces function. Like I thought I was like lost and I was yeah, trying to find the right. bar and I like go up to this tiny red door and I go in and it's like this massive, like quite posh pizza restaurant. Uh, Everyone's yeah, like beautiful yeah. and the music is really cool. cool. People were super friendly. Like we stole some people's seats and they came over and instead of being like cranky, they were like, well, paper, scissors, rock you for them. Oh, and like, that was so sweet. And we like played paper, scissors, rock and we lost and we had to go. <laughs> that was nice. And then there was, Damn. there's a pub that I think would fucking die here. It was kind of like, it was this tiny little like, like barn. In a good way or a bad way? It would be awesome here. Yeah. It was like this uh, little tiny like barn looking pub, like fucking shitty, like pool table, people playing like, um, celebrity heads like young people <laughs> like a tiny bar like Cute. 30 seats or something yeah. and then just like these big spacious bathrooms where you could like easily do rack <laughs> and my friend had some like the best rack i've ever had he's like Sick. i was dating a girl who was friends with a huge coke dealer and like yeah. friends with the rappers and stuff yeah. and it's like his coke like yeah. his connection his personal so, yeah like supply. his personal supply so it was <laughs> fucking beautiful Damn. and it was wrapped in this like gorgeous little like it was like a little origami envelope oh that you God. would like do the key bumps out of jesus yeah so it was really These nice europeans really know how to fucking live yeah man. that was a really a really sweet night and i saw a friend who i hadn't seen in a couple of years and then um we went to like a rave and the rave was was super cool and super like free like yeah. once you were in you do whatever you want like yeah. you could kind of smoke inside and yeah drink as much as you want yeah and i met this dude this like cool young dude all dressed in like black with like some vintage reeboks on he's like <laughs> can i sit with you and i'm like sure and we're like talking and smoking or whatever and we started talking about like capitalism and i was like really gassed up from reading this book yeah and he's like yeah, he was younger than me. He was like 22, studying psychology. He's like, I don't know what, I don't know how we're going to fix this world, man. Yeah. And I pulled out this book, like the Lafarge book and this other academic capitalism book that I had. And he was like, holy shit, like you have the answers right here. I was like, yeah, I'm really excited <laughs> to read this. It's like this um, beautiful like conception of like what a future could look like post-capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. And I had it like right there for him. Yeah. And neither of us had like smartphones on us. And he's like, oh, I wish I could take a photo of that book. And I had like a notebook and I just like tear out a page and write it down for him. And then he like, we go off on, in, on our night and we come back and then he like shows me his cigarette packet and he's like taped the page of my notebook to his cigarette packet. He's like, I've been telling people about this. Like, <laughs> I'm going to read this. And I'm like, sick. cool, man. And we just like, let it go. That's so sweet. It yeah. reminds me of like my dad um, coming home from like getting drunk with his brother, my uncle and being like, we solved world poverty. We solved world <laughs> hunger. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, it did feel, it felt really good then. You just got a kind of freedom. Like all my travel highlights, like I did go and see a bunch of things. Like I saw the Sacre Coeur and I went to this museum and that museum. And that's obviously beautiful. Like I saw the Eiffel Tower, mm. which I didn't see last time I was in Paris. But mm -hmm. the thing that was most influential was like the space and the time. It was mm. like the mindset. Mm. Like I stayed in an apartment that had a CD player and I just like went through her CDs and just yeah. like listen to stuff, you know, listen to like Bjork and Thelonious yeah. Monk and Nick Cave, who I cool. never listened to Nick Cave. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was really beautiful. Just all that space that it afforded me. Yeah. That trip. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those were kind of the highlights. Some lovely food moments in Paris. Mostly we were just like, you know, we we're a bit broke. So we we're just cooking for ourselves. But mm. the street level food culture, like the food markets is like, just so impressive like walk out your front door and you go past like a cheese shop a chicken shop like <laughs> and then you're on a beautiful market it's a tuesday 7 a.m and yeah. it's this really like lived in and i'm talking like 30 stalls like Fuck. two three times the size of uh carriage works farmers market yes yeah, and you know crazy i just when i moved to darlington i moved from Asheville to darlington and that carriage works farmers market was huge for me because it like really means a lot to me like your, your produce and your food but i kind of 
even that, like once a week, like I was a bit starved. Mm. Like you couldn't just go and grab something, you know? Yeah. Whereas this was like every fucking day, we're going to have yeah. everything for you. So yeah, it was, it was awesome. That's crazy. Mm. So you're saying that, um, so this is your, um, what am I trying to say here? So positive, uh, scene report. Aiden's giving Europe the thumbs up. Yeah, and yeah, just like the the party vibes are really good. The food culture vibes are really good. Maybe because we went in winter, people were exceptionally friendly. Like mm -hmm. we tried to get into some really famous wine bar, and the guy was like, "Oh, like you can't you can't come in here or whatever. You don't have a reservation. Mm -hmm. Like blah blah blah." But like, fucking go here. Like mm. tell them that we sent you and all this. So there was none of that like Parisian rudeness. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, and I saw a couple of really cool galleries. I saw an excellent. It was actually a bunch of Americans. <laughs> At this gallery, Semios. Oh, like uh, artists. New, yeah, artists all yeah. from New York, cool. I think. And yeah, the show was just really cool. What kind of, I don't want to recount it, but it was kind of like first draft scale. It yeah. felt like yeah. you know, they had some nice publications sure. and kind of like mid, early mid career artists. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just the quality of the work was, was awesome. It was like a really exciting show. Cool. Um, the thing that got me there was like these wrestlers. It was kind of these like fantasy wrestler paintings, Sick. kind of like a little cartoonish and like quite queered. And like, they would have like, you know, like these kind of glimmering tears coming out of their hands and like uh, out of their Sick. eyes, sorry. And like, you know, little scuff marks on their bodies. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I'm anytime I see some sports or particularly wrestling paintings, like that's going to get me. Yeah. So yeah, it was, <clears throat> it was really nice. And then, I saw some some Rousseaus in the big museum and those were really cool. Mm. Found out that he didn't start painting till he was 40. Oh yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah, when you told me that, I was like, oh cool. Yeah. I still got I've still yeah. got a chance. He worked at like a, a ticket chance. booth for his whole life and he like refused <laughs> to learn how to paint properly. Cause he's like, it's gonna like ruin my beautiful style. Whoa, he's that's like, what that's I, what I everyone will not, says. I will not learn your ways. And everyone was like, I think he died being considered quite lowly. Like the yeah, establishment right. was like, you suck, bro. Yeah, right. But now like yeah, it's my favorite room. Like, yeah. I was about to leave the museum and I was kind of sick of being in the museum. I'm tired, I'm hungry, but mm. I was like, fuck, I've got to find these paintings. Yeah. And the museum's fucking huge. It's yeah. an old train station. <laughs> and so we're like about to tap out, but like we look and we look and we look and yeah. we're like having a fight because we can't find <laughs> yeah, the fucking paintings yeah. and we both want to go home. Yeah. And then we find it and yeah. it's like, oh, it's so worth it. They yeah. just had three big uh, portraits yeah. in a room. Cool. Um, and yeah, I, I really like seeing Rousseau because he's not that, uh, easy to come by. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So yeah, the art was the art was really good. I went to another little Ari, which was cool in Belleville. Mm. Um, yeah, I won't go into all the art, but it was really nice. They had like a video screening room, mm. which is kind of unique for a small gallery. Mm. And the other thing that was nice was it was open at like seven thirty eight. The at gallery, night. yeah, at yeah. night, which I was like, oh, that'd be such a lovely thing. You know, we're kind of talking about like know, you know yeah. if if we could have have that be an option for like a Thursday or a Friday night. Like, for what sure. do you want to do tonight? Like, should we just pop into a yeah, gallery? For sure. like, yeah, um, it's funny. It's like the the one night a year where everyone's like, we're open late. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. What is it? The Abercrombie art crawl. Yeah, do they still yeah. do that? I, I don't know. But the, when they, the comments, they did they do one do like that. that in London, but it's literally yeah, like once a year and every space was like absolutely rammed. Like they yeah. fucked it up. Like yeah. you couldn't even go see shows because it was like, you had to queue. And I'm like, nah, you're missing the point. Yeah, that's stupid. It's yeah. going to be like once a month or something. Yeah, you know? every day. Art every day or else. So yeah, cool. That's my travel report. Nice. Um, Good the worst thing that happened was I was trying to be like super badass and eat like really cool like Algerian food in Belleville, and we went into this place where like all these like workers were eating like sheep's heads with their hands and Hectic, stuff. Yeah. And I was like, mm, maybe we should bounce. And Gemma was like, not nah. like she's a really good, um, like 
confident child. Like she would just I walk in and be like, yeah. no, nah, we're going to stay here. We're going to yeah. order something. Yeah. And they brought us out some like dips and stuff and they brought us out some meat and it looked pretty rough. Like yeah. it looked like it kind of like they had like, I don't know, cooked everything within an inch of its life and there was like some liver and some chicken and I get home to the Airbnb and just like violent food poisoning. Probably <laughs> no. the worst I've ever had. <laughs> Damn, bro. But it only knocked me out for a day and that's what you get, right? That's that the cost of doing get. business. If that's, you want to be a badass. That's it. Yeah. Cost money to make money. Exactly. So yeah. Cool. Overall, seven, five. And then, yeah, I was like ready to come home, which was really nice. And yeah. I think like Aiden's pro travel trip is- Tip. Tra- yeah. Pro travel tip is fucking- if you're going to go away when it's cold, make sure you come back when it's warm. Cause like, <laughs> I feel like I'm on holiday again. Like yeah, it's so it. fucking hot, dude. It's Hell beautiful. Yeah. Uh, well, we all missed you, dude. So oh, I welcome you back. Too. Thank you. I think you should talk about that. I think it'd be cool. I, um, give it a go anyway. So Aiden, I met someone. Oh my God. <laughs> Who did you meet? But, um, she had to go. Where did she go? She went back to Brisbane. Oh, cool. Busy. Um, yeah, but it was um, it was this really funny like uh, sort of hinge like meetup where we just like clicked immediately, which was unusual for me, and um, had like a kind of whirlwind like three date weekend, you know, or like maybe it was a week like before she had to go, and like I was really busy um, with like life and the band and stuff like that, but it was really cool just having like an actual like like you know thing with feelings you know like it was fucking cool so um little travel fling is so cute yeah exactly yeah, what did you guys do where'd you go you, you, i think you're telling me about this really sweet date give the drop the listeners the yeah the, the, date the, formula. the experience yeah. <laughs> yeah so this is what you get if you ask me out this is what you get and if i say yes um what do we do we met up at um one of the big new town like beer barns um which was funny. She was like, um, is this place cool or not? I'm like, like technically not, but like, <laughs> doesn't matter, you know, like that doesn't matter to me. And, um, we talked and talked and then, um, we were like talking about like derieving, like, um, which was like, uh, like Aiden, Aiden's already told you guys about that, I think. But like, what is it again? It's like walking around, but like <laughs> make, around, it but make it sexy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's like, that sounds great. Let's do it. So then we like, yeah, got some like cocktails in a can and like walked around Newtown and like, you know, um, like ogled the, the, the city for once. Like, I think, um, especially when you have someone else to do it with, it's like, yeah, you know, someone really that's new to the city. Like, yeah, true. She was like, yeah. like, wow, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. Like being like the tour guide, you know, I actually never get to do that role. Um, which was, which was like sick. Um, and then like, yeah, we just like hung out here and like, um, you know, like talked and talked and talked. And it was like, it was just fun talking to someone who like, um, you know, was like sort of challenging me, but also like, you know, like, like up for going like deep and like not really like just staying like on a surface level, you know? Yeah. Awesome. And there's something kind of beautiful about that. Like, it's just a, it's just a gust. It's like a temporary gust. Like yeah. you've only got the week. Yeah, exactly. I think we both, and like I was, you know, I was impressed with both of us for having the maturity to like, you know, see that it was like maybe also different and more intense because it had like a for sure, like expiry date. Like this is, this is it. Like you got to go back. Um, yeah, it was fun, man. It was very cute. Um, was the goodbye sad? Oh, uh, it was, it was very sad. She's like, really? She's like, well, it was like, 
cute and funny and like very 2023 it was like i'm like driving to drop her off and she's like what if like it's like we should be listening to um heroes by david bowie right now and like we laugh and then i'm like hey siri put the song on (laughs) and like the funny thing about siri in my car is like it's like 50 percent of the time it works or less like 25 percent of the time it works and like this time it went straight on so yeah it was it was really funny and like um yeah, just like making fun of ourselves. Have like you spoken that. at all since? Or you follow each other? We follow each other, but we haven't said anything. Right, cool. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, just doing my usual um, hinge thing, which is uh, we talk and then either we meet up or we don't. Yeah, that's life. Yeah, it's life. I got my first new date, new person of the year tomorrow night. It's exciting. Should be cool. Cool. Uh, my first lawyer. There you go. It's like a lawyer from the Northern Beaches. <laughs> but what did she say? She was like... <laughs> I mostly work in like indigenous rights, so it's cool. It's cool, like cool. So I'm not. I'm not a cool one of those lawyer. Yeah, 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 I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Cool. So that should be fun. Cool. Hey, I wanted to ask you, kind of as the last seg. This I think this could be sweet. Mm. New Year's resolutions. Mm. We don't really do them, but I'm sure you have some. Well, I I realized like a couple of years ago that it's better to like make a plan rather than like I'm I'm I've resolved to be rich <laughs> this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> um, so. The plan is to write and shoot a movie. Um, Fuck yeah, I love it. Yeah, and then the resolution, if I can like allow myself one, is to just like be more chill and like just let serenity happen and like just be be calm and chill. I think like probably got a bit worked up, especially like being like a fucking workaholic, like fifteen jobs, fifteen hobbies, um, kind of person. Like just just be a bit more chill and like you know. Not be on my phone so much. Yeah, hell yeah. How about you? Yeah, I, I agree. I got some more little ones, like use the dumb phone more. Mm. Um, my serious but joking one is to get really flexible. Cool, yeah. And then a side effect of that is I want to be able to autofillate. Amazing, yeah. How cool would that be? Wow, well, um, that would be like, that's the dream, really. He's <laughs> out here yeah, sucking his like, own dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never answer yeah. your calls. <laughs> <laughs> and we never heard from him again. It's funny, yeah. <laughs> and then the big one is quitting my job and starting a business. Yeah, cool. So that should be fun. Are you at liberty to say what that business is? Uh, actually, not the name, maybe, because the website's not... It's not shouldn't bought, be public yeah. yet. Okay. So just cut out the name. Yeah, the business is basically going to be... Kind of like a spare room in a West Housemates app, but better, you know? Yeah. More renters' rights, hopefully make it easier for people to find better housemates. Mm. Kind of like a hinge, cross, spare room type thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to, to do that and everything that that's going to entail. And, yeah, it's just going to be managing, you know, my own creative stuff. I want to get back on stage and do mm. some more jokes. Cool. Keep doing this podcast and, and not die from trying to juggle too many balls but yeah. we'll see how it goes yeah sounds like a fucking plan man yeah man i'm excited for this year hell yeah hell yeah all right and with that it's time for us to say our goodbyes uh my name's matt i'm aiden thank you for listening to the first episode of the new year yeah follow us on hung at hung up.au oh if you are a listener like if you're a regular listener leave us a review mm. really nice to mm. hear what you think um that would be cool yeah spotify apple podcasts yeah fucking Right on, dude. Tell five friends. Yeah. All that business. Yeah, talk to us. All right. We should turn on that voicemail feature. Oh, yeah, cool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You can leave us anonymous voicemails. Just heavy breathing. (laughs) All right. See you later. See you guys.
to a lover.